That's not bad, is it? One, two, three, but I can't help I'm myself. Down. But I can't help myself. <laughs> no, <Damn>. no, no. <laughs> Welcome to the Movieville Little Podcast episode number 55. Yes, uh, so glad to get this episode recorded because I've been waiting for weeks and weeks and the list is getting longer of stuff I'm watching and we're not talking about it. We should talk. How are you? I'm Curran. That's good. <laughs> what are you supposed to say yours? Am I? I didn't see the script. I'm Kushal. Uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm, I'm not too bad actually. I've been fairly busy. You can um, find me on at Kushal Joshi, <laughs> at Movieville Cased for you. I thought we did this at the end. <laughs> we still got to start the show by telling people who we are. Yeah, it happens immediately. So it goes, welcome to the Movieville.org podcast episode number XX. I'm Kushal. I'm Curran. See? And this is welcome to the American episode of Movieville. La ville de movie. The ville. Ugh. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been alright. I've been okay. Um, busy doing things, watching shows and busy things. Busy doing things. Busy doing things, uh, seeing things, seeing movies, seeing shows. How have you been? I'm good, man. I got a beard. You got a beard. You've lost weight. We're like a pair of brown Jesus. Jesus. We, Jesus. 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 What's the plural of Jesus? Jesus. 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 I'm gonna Jesus all over you. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes in, are we? <laughs> oh man, how are you? How's um, things? Pretty good. Watched Black Panther for the fourth or did fifth you really? time. Yeah. Where did you watch it? I had a friend come and stay. Yeah. Um, and I think I was talking about Black Panther for about well, way too long. So I said, "Look, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> you have a son, uh, and the son is into Marvels, and you haven't seen Black Panther. Let's go and watch it." So he did, and he loved it. I know, so that was good. Um, and I might watch it again. You know, that fifth time. Oh yeah, there's just nothing else worth watching at the moment. Wow. Oh, well, let's talk about these things that are not worth watching. Cool. So, the Darkest Minds trailer. Go on. Saw this trailer in the cinema. So excited! It was yeah. like, was this the film version of Runaways, yes. the Marvel TV series, or yes. is it? The next gen X Men horror film thing yep. with the kids as an X twenty one branch. What That's is what it? We it's it was called The Darkest Minds, and it is not an X Men film. Hmm. It was surprising to say the least. I think we watched the trailer, and <clears throat> the whole because what obviously tipped us off was the Fox logo for one. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, and then it kind of goes to his trailer. <clears throat> I could see you getting really excited. Yeah. And you were like, oh my God, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then there was no indication that it was a Marvel property or film or whatever. And then at the end, it's Darkest Minds. And that was it. I was like, oh, okay. Well. What is Darkest Minds? I think it's based on a book or something. Is it based on the Golden Compass series or something? I, I don't know. Yeah, they've done that already. Oh. Uh, I thought Minds. they only made one film. Uh, yeah, it's based on, oh, it looks like it's based on a series of books, actually. 
Oh yeah, who are they by? Uh, Alexandra Bracken. Didn't she win X Factor? Yep, this the very same. Okay, well, good that she's branching out. Diversity is good uh, in your activities. Yes. Um, there's a new Infinity War trailer that wasn't in the cinema, mm. which is annoying. Uh, but hey, they showed this solo trailer over and over again when we went to cinema the like, last, last few weeks. So Have you seen just... the new trailer? The new new trailer? Yeah. No? They've, they've, released, they've released a new trailer. This tell me post. that because I have to stop recording and go and watch it right now. Should I? Should no, 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 no. Let's carry on. Let's carry on. I can, I'll, I'll hang in there. Um, I've stopped watching any clips from Infinity War. Anything. Like okay. I know they've released, they've released a bunch of different clips and TV spots like over the last week or so. Um, I saw a thumbnail this morning on YouTube and it was uh, Iron Man versus Star-Lord. Uh, and I was like, I'm not going to watch any of this. Have you seen the clip with Captain Marvel? No. Shit, no, I didn't. No, there isn't one. No. Okay. <laughs> she, she won't be in it. Um, no, so I haven't watched anything. I'm just I'm avoiding things now. I'm, I, I just want to watch the film. Someone came out and asked the the crew, and they were like, "Yeah, no, it's not." There was. They, did you see a letter that they wrote? The Russo brothers. No, I think it was Russo brothers. Um, but they wrote it on behalf of Thanos, and basically this letter says that um, in order to preserve the excitement of the film for other fans. Yeah. They're not going to be showing the film in its entirety until the premiere date. So even if there's screenings around the world, whatever, ah, okay. they're not going to show the full thing, um, which is really interesting that they're, they're just going to show like, they're probably going to leave the ending out or something. Yeah. Um, so it's, the, it's not ruined for everybody else. Okay. So which is cool, which is very cool. If um, you, from a structure perspective, it would make sense that they show the, hook mm. inciting incident mm. first plot point mm. possibly the first pressure point and leave it just before the midpoint of the movie that yes. would make sense yeah people only see half the film if they show more than that i think people are just going to leave the cinema and say that was horrible i don't know what happens well yeah but i would imagine because they're doing a screening it'd be for important people um Whereas more important people than the rest of us. Sure. Whereas people like us, the normies. Um, so yeah, that's what's happening with that film. Yeah. Um, so I've just been purposely avoiding anything um, to watch any to okay. ruin it for me. Right. So that's a good idea. So let's go on to the uh, movie-esque TV shit that we've been watching. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. again, we're talking about it, which is fine because I think it deserves talking about. It's the most underrated TV series, I, I think, because of a difficult first season. I have to agree. How are you now with it? I think it's probably one of the best series I've seen when it wow. comes to like superhero stuff, right? Um, I know it's awesome. Of, it's not narrowing it down much, but considering there's not a lot of um, superhero shows out there, but I think... Uh, both myself and um, Hina were both addicted to it. Yeah. It is mental. We try and get at least one episode in a day. I had a friend visit here from a place long way away in a galaxy far, far away. Sure. Um, and he will appreciate that yes. reference. And uh, his other half said the same thing that, yeah. you know, they both watch it yeah. and they both watch it and she loves it. 
Um, so it's good that this series is appealing to um, the other half of yeah. the human race. And and so what, what I also did as well, because there was some context missing for, for her when she watched it. So we ended up going back and watching some of the films. Um, so it kind of fits within everything. Yes. Um, I saw that crazy timeline thing you sent me. Yes. And so we also, because I think she's kind of excited for Infinity War. So we um, we ended up watching Civil War, Spider-Man. Uh, if, if nothing else, people should watch the first two or three seasons to finish the Hydra story that started with um, the first Captain America film. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool, man. Um, but what I, there's so many things that are amazing about it. And I think what we have here is a show that is in essence, almost a downplayed set of Avengers films, essentially with people who may or may not have powers. You know, Rebels? I, I know of it and I've seen clips of it. Yeah, we, we get into um, Rebels finished, uh, which is sad. Uh, season, What's coming after? I think it's season five, is it? Yeah. Uh, Rebels or four, five, I can't remember which season it is. I should have written that down. Uh, it ends up with a full Thrawn versus Krennic face-off. Um, and there's, it like, this is not made for children. There's like torture scenes and all sorts of stuff going on in there. Um, I'm going to give a massive spoiler away, which everyone probably knew would happen, which is, Ahsoka will make another appearance. Um, yeah, you need to watch Clone Wars. Yeah, I haven't seen Clone Wars yet. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, Fine. Uh, episode ten. Yes. Is 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 the one in in that one? If uh, anyone's now, watching. Okay, it. so for 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 the benefit of me and people who I know who told me this before, Star Wars Braingasm, episode ten. What? At what place in the timeline does this take place? Uh, about Rogue One time. Okay. Did you, watch, did you watch Jessica Jones? Indeed, we did. First season, whole thing? Yes. Tell me, tell me what you think. You mean yeah. second season? Second season, yeah. yes. Sorry. Um, what I loved about it was that we got to see more of an exploration around her character. And we didn't get that in the first season. We saw kind of parts and things like that. We'd never know who she is. We don't know where she's from. And I always appreciate that. I always appreciate origin stories of character, especially especially when it comes to Jessica Jones. Um, I don't know how I felt when she encountered, I don't know, spoilers? Are we spoilering? When she encountered her mum, by the way. Um, her mum. Oh, yeah, she does meet a mum at one point. Yep. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. I didn't... I I enjoyed... At times, the uh, that the is conflict. a massive spoiler. Is it though? Yeah. Mm. If someone if someone told me that and mm. then I watched it, I'd be like, oh, okay. But yeah, it's fine. Fine. Anyway, but the, the the conflict that she has when she meets her mum. Yes. Um, I won't say what kind of conflict she has because that would be ruining it even more. Um, but I enjoyed that part of it, and it kind of really test like she her character is talked through like she sent through the the most shittiest 
things that life can throw at her. Um, it's, uh, it's always exciting and it's brilliant to see kind of how they're pointing this character through the paces um, and how they even come out on the other side, even despite everything that's thrown at them. I like it because not only is that the story arc of the season, but also because this is the Hellcat origin story. Yes. Yeah, that as well. Uh, which yep. we've been waiting for. Yep. Everyone knew that was going to happen and this yep. is it. Uh, and they just, you know, I'm not going to say anything. Mm. It's, it's, that is exciting. Yeah. When you, when you said that, <clears throat> I didn't even, it didn't tick. Like I didn't even think with me. I knew. So when we found out what season one, I kind of Googled who she was. Yeah. It, you kind of do. And um, I was like, okay, cool. She, she'll become someone cool one day. And and what you find sometimes is in series like this, they might not even bother touching on stuff like that. But the fact that they have kind of opened the door to that is is really cool. Like they that. they drop so many cat references all the way through. Um, I don't know how many of those you noticed. It was mm. like every scene she was in, there was some kind of cat reference. Yeah, yeah, it was quite yeah. funny. All right, cool. Well, that's a that was an essential watch. Tell you what else is an essential watch that people should put on their list as next um, is the first, the whole of the first two seasons of Blackish on Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, how, many, how many, how much have you watched? Three episodes of the first season. Okay. You know, we keep, we keep having this discussion where we, we keep sketching out sort of, uh, we've got a series sketched out and we've got a couple of stories that we've been, um, put it together uh which we really need to spend more time on and one of the things we talk about is how um our perspective or a different perspective it never comes across in any series or movie and it's also the way with um i mean it's not just with asians um of of many kinds of many different countries of asia because asia in case you didn't know asia is not a country loser uh, yes, uh, <laughs> it could happen. Um, so, blackish is that from a black perspective, and this I think will, if it's not already, I haven't looked it up. It should be a multi Emmy award winning series. This thing is just, it had to be made. Some people call it the Cosby Show for you know this generation. It is so much more. Mm. Um, the Cosby show was a lot about rationalizing and apologizing. This is not that. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is an exploration of, of a perspective that just not explored on TV mm. and often a difficult watch mm. for people that may think that, Hey, we're all the same. We're all equal. Yes. And all this stuff. And yeah. it's like, yeah, no, equality is about treating people according to their needs. It's not about all of people being treated the same. Yep. That is what you should be getting trained on in any diversity course that your workplace sends you to. Yep. Um, and so Blackish is about understanding that perspective mm. and therefore the needs of people. Mm -hmm. And it's flipping hilarious. Yep. It is. I can't remember having laughed so much okay. in the series recently. Yeah. Anyway, stop that shit now. Uh, I watched Timeless. Okay. What is this? 
It's a series. Uh, There's Netflix and <clears throat> Amazon doing time travel. Okay. So Timeless is on Netflix. Yep. And it's a, it's a series about a bunch of people that have tra- that travel through time. I'm yep. Gonna, I'm going to amplify that yawn. <laughs> Literally said time travel and you started yawning. <laughs> How many coffees have you had this morning? This is my fourth one. Uh, wow. So it literally is time travel that does that to you. <laughs> I have stopped watching Doctor Who, though, to be fair. Okay. Well, it's not... Uh, okay. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. So anyway, Doctor Who was the time travel thing, and... It, I will get back around to it, though. Timeless... Timeless... Um, takes a different approach. It says, if someone actually invented a time machine the people who control that time machine would become the new superpower on earth because they could go back in time mm. and make changes to things in history, which yep. would be insane. Uh, and that is what they start looking at. That's what, that's they, awesome. that's what they explore. Um, and obviously there's a clandestine evil organization that is the enemy. Um, the Crossing on Amazon Prime is about a bunch of people that have traveled, traveled backwards in time mm. from a future where a clandestine organization <laughs> has taken over the world yeah. um, and they've got nowhere to go except back in time. Um, and that's, that takes a slightly different approach, mm. which is how would um, technological or societal changes from the future. I mean, they've come from a really bad future. You know, they, they reinforce that by expressing in the first episode how people don't even know stuff from the Bible. Mm. I mean, that is bad, isn't it? Yep. Imagine a world where there's no That's Christianity. I know, right? What the that hell? would be like... The worst thing ever. Seriously. Yeah. How can you not have Christianity? Like, it's the staple religion of the world, you know? You, you must have Christianity. Okay, go on, carry on. Anyway, talking of things that... We're talking of a world without Christianity... Sure. Before Christianity's happened, there was a world. Cool. I, I know this is a controversial view, uh, and my mum's visiting me at the moment from from that country, where this is a controversial view. Sure, but things did happen pre. Are you talking about flat Earths? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the BBC were running a series called Troy: Fall of a City. Yeah, and this is awesome. Troy is awesome. It's basically a period drama taking place during the Battle of Troy. And where that horrible Brad Pitt film, which was lovely to look at, terrible to watch, yep. made so many mistakes, mm. Troy is making a, a lot of noise. Um, for example, they're saying that, you know, um, people lived differently back then. It was pre, you know, the whole mythology of white supremacy and mm. infecting society everywhere. Um, and if you go to places like the, uh, I went to a temple in Crete, actually, Knossos, mm. um, a couple of years ago. And on, on the on the art, on the walls, you see uh, white people and black people or people with lighter skin, people with dark, darker skin side by side yeah. with similar levels of importance and similar levels of performances in bull mm. dances. And, and it was a different society, a unified society that's very nice to see in art, even wow. if it wasn't real. But we don't know. We don't know. Mm. So... In this series, Achilles is black, which has been freaking people out. And Twitter went crazy and said, "What if Colin Firth played Nelson Mandela?" And it was like, "What? No, no. The difference is that you know." And, and 
I'm sure there's people that will argue with this, but the difference is that Nelson Mandela was black. He really was. Was he? Like, I've seen him on video, and it may have been doctored. Oh, my God. Or underexposed. A very <laughs> underexposed. But, but I'm, you know, this is, a, it's documented. So oh. Colin Firth would be a bad choice. Where there is a character where we don't know if he even existed. And then they took it to another level. Zeus is black. Yeah. Now to me, I didn't, I barely noticed this. I just watched it and I thought that's nice. Mm. Twitter. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter Twitter is something else when it comes to these things. They, you know, uh, anyway, it's a cool series and it really does explore. What would would it be like if you yourself personally were the cause of the largest war on earth? How can I watch this? BBC iPlayer. Okay. Which, you know, all good tax-paying citizens should have access to. Have you you watched anything? <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is that the only thing you want? Literally it is. Actually, no, I lie. I've been watching Black Lightning. Oh, did you know? He's black. He's back. He's back. <laughs> black Lightning's back. This is for the streets. Oh. This is for the streets. Black How Lightning's many times does he have back. to return? Every time he puts that weird suit on, he's back. Uh, logic aside, it maybe, is a fun show to watch. Maybe when he leaves his house and he's back and he's on the streets. Yep. He's back. Then he's back. <laughs> Speaking of Black Lightning, I'm skipping your point here. Speaking of Black Lightning, um, for this, you'll, you'll enjoy this. You'll enjoy this one. Um, so CW, the network who runs all of the amazing DC shows that they have. CW. Um, have renewed all of the shows. They've renewed Flash, Supergirl, Black Lightning, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, they renewed Legends of Tomorrow? They renewed Legends of Tomorrow. They, that must be like a sort of... They probably worked out that they can make it within the amount of tax that they'd have to pay. Probably. Also, you're going to love this one. They renewed Arrow as well. Season seven of Arrow. That's odd. I stopped watching all of them except for it's Black Lightning. Uh, even um, Supergirl. Does it Supergirl? Because it's on Netflix. Supergirl. Ah, I lie. I did carry on watching some Supergirl because um, the other half likes it. A little also bit. Jane the Virgin, if you watch that. That's not a DC character. It might as well be. Um, what else? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're saying something disparaging about people from a certain community being virgins. Oh, here we go. Um, and Black Lightning has been renewed. Did I say that already? He's back. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, he's 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 literally back. Um, So that was interesting to see, or hear even. Okay. I'm wondering when it's going to die out. (laughs) You know? Okay. Uh, I'm going to wait for you to watch Dirk Gently. Okay. So we'll talk about that some other time. But Dirk Gently, awesome. We watched movies, didn't we? We did. What did we watch? Watch Tomb Raider. Oh, Tomb Raider starring Alicia Vikander. <laughs> that was your Punjabi impression for those who didn't know. She's Is she Punjabi? Yeah, she is indeed. She's a Swedish Punjabi girl, is that right? Yep. Vikander. Vikander, yeah. 
Um, uh, you really enjoyed this film. I did. <laughs> I did. It was a bloody awesome. It was so fantastic. You exciting. Were jumping up and down in the first scene. I was going. Hey, we can do it. Hey, we can do it. Here's a lot of that. Uh, she's not Punjabi anyway. She's something else. Scandinavian. Scandinavian yeah. Of which? Which Scandinavian? Swedish. I don't care because people just say Asian. Like we look Chinese. Swedish. Huh? Swedish. I think doesn't matter. Are you Chinese? Yeah, I can be. I have the capacity to be Swedish. You're Asian. Asian. <laughs> I think does that mean also include Mongolia when we say Asia? Yeah, it must yes, be. Yes, yeah. But not Russia. Mm, can't be. Depends what side of Russia. Anyway. Yeah, you enjoyed Tomb Raider. Oh, why? I enjoyed Tomb Raider as well. <laughs> I know you enjoyed it for different reasons. I, I know when you get to a certain age and you hey? start seeing females no. in specific types of clothes or minimal clothes depending on which one it is you know the old man tends to get excited and i'm i was on hand to make sure that he was calm um that i was what i was calm, calm. Yeah. <laughs> he was on hand to make sure i was calm no uh you go. it was an awesome film and i was getting excited because it was so well written i expected this film to be an absolute pile of crap yeah and it turned out to be one of the best written films this year i think okay, fair to say. um in terms of they they really explored her character took a step back and said okay let's just ignore everything we know about it mm. how does how does this girl from this background first of all how the, could she actually become lara the lara croft mm. we know and Really? How are we going to get the people, regular people, to relate to someone that was brought up mm-hmm. by a billionaire? Yep. That's the difficult task. Yes. But they did it. It was so good. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's based around the new kind of rebooted Tomb Raider games that they released a few years back. Yep. Um, we're now on the second one. The third one's about to drop this year, I think. Um, and... Okay. And it was interesting because I liked, I prefer, you okay? Kushal might be having a stroke, I'm not sure. Fast, was it? Uh, face, face looks fine. Now doing a Vikander. Vikander dancer. Kushal's had too much coffee, I think. <laughs> not, um, not, not yet. The new set of Tomb Raider games were a lot more uh, kind of mature and they weren't focused on her breasts. And it was brilliant. Because it was more of a sophisticated game. It was... Hang on. Which games could focus on a breast? The old Tomb Raider games. How much are they now? A couple of quid each, maybe. <laughs> um, and um, what I enjoyed about these games were um, the, the story itself. And I loved the fact that they explored these stories in kind of greater detail. Uh, and so, spoiler alert, if you haven't played the games, probably don't watch a film yet because they're probably going to ruin the game yeah. story. Um, but... Um, that's an interesting spoiler, isn't it? The mm. film spoils the game. Yeah. But that says something very powerful about the amount of work gone into the game mm. and the game story. Mm. Because it's almost that there are kind of shots that are in the film that kind of echo those in the game, which Com- is really- completely. The game was literally the storyboard for yes. this film. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed that. It was brilliant. Because um, historically, if we look back, I think, obviously, this is our opinion, right? But I think. 
that this might be the one of the very few films that have been translated from video game to be actually successful. Yeah, we should do a video game, a video game episode. Thing. Cause I think we, we talked about that. Didn't we? We'll try and look some up. Yeah. I can't think of any others. Uh, Street Fighter, the old Tomb Raider games, uh, films, um, actually Rampage would be a good one to look at. Okay. That's based on a video game as well. Prince of Persians. Prince of Persians, yeah. There are a bunch. All right. What was any? What was a, a not good film that you watched? Pacific Rimage. Ow. That sounds bad. Yeah. Um, we, were, we were excited to watch this film, right? We were initially excited to watch this. And we, having watched the first one, and the first one was... Was it was a decent film. It it had plenty of action, right? Yes. And it was cheesy. It was cringy. And do you think the, these films are made for ten year olds? Because that's how it felt. I think we've gotten to the point now where we've seen so many films that we don't look at. At least for myself, until you brought this up after we watch Pacific Rim, I don't look at who, who the audience is anymore. I just see the film as a film. Right. Okay. But I think I do need to start seeing, look, I mean, obviously if we're going to go watch Minions, we have to expect that it's going to be. See, that's the difficulty I guess I'm having because many kids films recognize that adults kids are there with adults. Yes. And they put the effort in to mm. put, to make it coherent mm. and mm. put, adult jokes in mm. and also not have completely illogical weird things going on. Case in point, Up. They put in... So you've seen Up, right? Yeah. They put in a subject that usually isn't tackled in a... I see. Okay. Not, never yeah. is yeah, tackled yeah. in a kid's film. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a subject like miscarriage is... When do you ever see that in a kid's film? And then to put that in a child's film, arguably a child's film... Um, it is a kind of a, a, kind of a, a, a setup for the films that kind of follow on. Yeah, you could say the same about Coco. Yes, exactly. But yeah, sorry, Karen. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. I'm just agreeing with you. It's just, that's frustrating that it's what could have been a great film was just a, an okay film if you're 10, mm. um, which is a shame. Okay. Uh, and then I've suddenly become really busy and can't watch any more films. What else did we watch? Ready Player One. <laughs> I liked it. Okay. I would watch it again. Mm. You watched it twice, right? Yes. Yes. It is a goodish film mm. from what is a very, very from a, okay, look, the, the book and the story uh, are, are in a different category to this movie. Yep. The movie is like, watch the movie, enjoy it. Mm. It's more about the visual impression that someone's taken from the film. Yep. Uh, they look like there's lots of different franchises they couldn't sign off on, uh, that they couldn't include. Uh, it's very entertaining to watch, but it doesn't have the depth that, I mean, it never could have the depth that the book nope. has. Nope. Um, but it was okay, 
How did you find it? I enjoyed it. Um, I'd never read the book before. Um, I know you kind of told me parts about kind of what happens in the book, but you read, how much of the book did you read at the time? Well, I've now gone through it. Yeah. And it's still things that bug me, like stacks. Mm. Like why are they living in stacks? Yeah. This doesn't make any architectural sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but I think it's one of those films that you have to, when it's got stuff like the stuff that it has in the film, you have to take it with a pinch of salt. Or you can't, you, you start to apply logic to a film like that. Well, I mean, the film does have a lot to stay, say about um, where our society's heading. Mm. And it also, it was it was quite limited because there were no sort of side storylines mm. and other characters, mm. stuff that goes on. Obviously, they can't fit that into a film, one and a half hours. This, this is one thing that frustrates me about things that we watch, right? So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I've been watching that quite a bit. <clears throat> and General Talbot always complains about some of the stuff that happens, right? And he says... Are you, are you serious? Are you kidding me? This I, I don't know if I should believe you right now or not. Motherfucker, you saw aliens come down from the sky and you find this illogical. Like, yeah, stuff like that really frustrates me. And when people kind of, even within the films itself or even within the outside, when, you know, the audience, like us, when we watch films and then we start complaining about the things that aren't, don't make logical sense, but then you talk about some of the technology that they're using and you talk about how the, the world is within the film. Okay, you, you, you're right. Let's 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 look at it from a different perspective. If you are a a fan of, if you're a software person, yep. Whether you're a developer or you just like using funky software, or you're a gadget person, or you've been playing games, more importantly, mm. since the beginning of time, there were game references in there which I was like, "Wow, I'm too mm. young for that," which felt good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, you will love this film. Um, it's a nostalgic trip. Mm. I think something that bugs me um, is, and it bugged me about the book as well, which is that what is referred to as pop culture is the pop culture of Western kids. Mm. Now, it is also my pop culture mm. to coin a phrase because I know my shit and your shit. Um, yeah. But I also grew up with a world and people from African backgrounds, people from Chinese backgrounds also grew up in a world where they have their own pop culture. And I feel that we're getting to an age where if you're going to write a book or make a film about pop culture, there mm. should be at least a head nod. And there was slightly, but not nowhere near enough mm. uh, of a of a deep nod yep. <laughs> to the other aspects of pop culture that we will, you know, there was nothing anime related, which is a huge mm. influence to Gundam. Yeah, yeah. Because he was massive. But really, that was like you're barely old enough to remember that now. Yeah, I, 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 it was on TV when I was growing up. I never watched it. It never appealed to me. So what does it make sense is that as another generation started creating their virtual worlds, mm. they based it on things that happened in the eighties and nineties, mm. which is really odd when you mm. watch it from that perspective. It's mm. not the stuff isn't global or new enough. But that's just me and my cultural. Does need a united world save everyone? Yeah. Anyway, uh, it was alright. It was alright. It was, it was a fun film. It was a fun film. I think you said at the beginning. You said don't if you kind of if you start merging the book and the film together, then you're going to get two very different results. You need to kind of take them both as they are. The, the film is the film, and the book is the book. You got to take them. The book is very sophisticated in that sense. This is what I gather from what you're saying, right? 
it has a lot more depth. It has a lot more nuance. I want to say, whereas the film, it's the film is like a sting- single storyline. Yes, and when you read a book, obviously, you have multiple storylines. Right. But that's, they had to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think it it used that when they say something is loosely based on something. I think this is a good example of that. It's they've obviously taken the source material and they've kind of interpreted it in the the only way that you can interpret in a film. I guess my challenge is I don't know who they made the film for because they didn't manage to make it for everyone. Okay. I don't know. I mixed feelings. I'd watch it again for fun, but it's not like one of these. Yeah. I'll watch it again. Yeah. 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 Uh, All right. Uh, What's next? Watched a quiet place yesterday. So quiet place. Um, if you're not, what? no, tell me more. Uh, it, so it takes place in, so we missed the first couple of minutes of it. So, uh, we almost missed the setup. Just snogging. What? We just, why? No, we, we, <laughs> it was a five o'clock showing. I finished work at five and I had to walk down to the, you don't have to make excuses. It's, it's all good. The love sure. is apparent. <laughs> it's, I love seeing the happiness on your faces. <sighs> Young people in love. It's, it's, it's nice. That was a thing as well. Yeah, of course. Um, but that happened afterwards. Um, During the rear title crawl? There was a lot of crawling. Um, and there was a lot of rear. Um, so we watched A Quiet Place. And if you haven't seen the trailer, you're not aware of the premise. The It takes place in a world or where, where um, it's almost a post-apocalyptic film almost or a dystopian, right? Yeah. As a dystopian setting. Um, and basically people aren't allowed to make any noise over a certain level or make any noise at all, right? You can drop something and how am I going to talk about this without ruining the film? No, no, it's fine. So quick question. Go on. And the, the, the 12-year-old that controls my mind most of the time Go on. wants to know. Yeah. But does that mean no one can fart? Yep. Is that in the movie? No, it's not addressed. But so, okay, so things like dropping, yeah, go on. dropping glass, um, stepping in certain places, so creaky floorboards, um, stepping on floors, apparently, because they only wear, they don't wear any shoes. Um, they've laid sand down. Yeah, I saw that in the trailer. Yeah, on specific paths so they can get around, so they don't step on anything they're not supposed to. Um, they don't walk in the woods, it seems. If they do, they've laid a path down there. Um, they don't drive anywhere. Okay. So without, without, I don't, without giving spoilers away, mm-hmm. this is because something will happen and they will die. Yes. So my initial assumption is blind aliens. I don't know if I should say anything because of it. Are we bothered about spoilers here? Yeah, I am for myself. Okay, fine. Blind aliens. You've played Gears of War, yeah? Oh, yes. You know what a berserker is? Yes. Think of a berserker. Right, cool. Literally think of a berserker and that's... that's okay. It's not really spoiling it, but... It spoils Gears of War. Kind of. If you've watched the film. Yeah. All right, cool. That's probably the, the closest representation I can think of. But... You said something really interesting about the amount of dialogue in it. There's very little dialogue. There's probably... When I'm talking about dialogue, I'm talking about actual spoken words, right? 
there's probably five lines of dialogue in it and the rest of it is in sign language which helps because one of the girls the one of the kids excuse me of Joan Krasinski and Emily Blunt's character they have a child they have three children in the film and one of the children they have um, is deaf is that the kid with the plane in the trailer no so uh, that one's the, just it's, stupid it's, it's yeah right. uh, there's a girl uh, and she's deaf um, but it's how it all fits together and how they get to the main conclusion is brilliant. Um, but the, okay, I want to talk about the creatures. So there are creatures in it, right? But the design of these creatures are brilliant. Like, um, <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the trailer was really weird. Cause yeah. like, uh, most kids that I come across are sensitive to, you know, adults mm. direction and, needs especially mm. if an adult says you must not make noise because mm. we will die mm. and that kid's standing there and switches on his colorful plane yep. toy that goes yeah, yeah and something crazy starts happening yeah. and i and the guy and the dad's trying to save the kid yes. and i was watching the trailer thinking no natural selection mm. this is how it works <laughs> yeah. your family will family will be stronger for it yeah you will benefit the genetic pool mm. But it's such a, it's such a, it's a strong film because the, from an emotional perspective, the, the from the perspective of the way they've developed the characters, the way they've, they've developed the family, it is, it is brilliant. It is, like you said, that it makes what happens in the film makes the, the family stronger. Okay. It makes their bond stronger. It makes everything work so much better. Um, but without ruining any of it, I can't, I'm trying to, kind of get to the so it's a horror film it's a it's a sci-fi horror film right if you think of it as a a horror survival film yes okay. yeah it is exactly that and um it ha if you're if you're not a fan of jump scares don't watch this film because there is plenty of them in it um it some of the jump scares feel forced to me and they're very kind of typical cliche horror type jump scares which felt unnecessary to me but the, the what helps its cause is the fact that oh, i sound really different i found really echoey sorry mic's dropped yeah mic, mic dropped. drop <laughs> what helps the cause and what helps this film is that the sound design if that's what you call it is brilliant in the sense that from the perspective of the the their deaf child when we're watching the film from her perspective. She is, you just hear like this weird humming sound. You don't hear anything. Oh, you hear from her perspective. Yeah. yeah so yeah. she's not completely deaf. Uh, mm, she's completely deaf, oh. but as in you just hear like a muffled. Sound. Oh, so she, she, she literally, she, she, she can't hear. Hears no, and you, and you see things in the film from her perspective. Yeah. At points. Yeah. But not the whole film. Yeah. Um, which makes it even more yeah. gripping. The, the film is, this is the definition, this film is the definition of grip, gripping. Like um, you are literally waiting for something to happen because the music go happen. It's like playing a, a horror video game, right? You're, you're playing, you're playing, the music happens and the music stops all of a sudden and it's silent. It's absolutely silent and you know something's going to happen, but you're anticipating this thing to happen and then all of a sudden it happens and you shit yourself. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's a solid film. I, I haven't, I said this to you before, I haven't watched a film in the last however many months or years where I felt like the time has just flown by. Um, 
it was a film that was like an hour and a half. It felt like an hour and 10 to be honest with you, but it was now in probably 20, uh, hour and 30 credits. <clears throat> and it just flew by, um, which was the best feeling ever. Like we, at the end of it, we were like satisfied. We we're like, this is brilliant. <laughs> I'm sure you were. Um, absolutely. I'm sure you were. The only thing that I didn't like about this film, if anything, was at the end of it, it was almost as though it was going into this weird revenge flick fantasy film type thing. But then it finished and it worked. So that was that very small period of 20 seconds at the end of the film. I watched it and I was like, Do they queue it up for a sequel? It felt like it. But okay. if, it, if there was going to be a sequel, it's going to be direct to video <laughs> is what it felt like. Okay. Uh, what are you watching after Agents? Westworld. Oh. It's this month, I think. In a couple of On weeks, Sky? Uh, sure. My nan has Sky. Okay. So while I don't have Sky, I'm going to try and borrow a remote connection or just go and sit in her house because um, she goes to sleep quite early, so about nine o'clock. So if I get there at nine, from there from nine to one, I can watch. <laughs> yes, I can watch Westworld, which is a sad way of doing things. But um, the producers just won't send us previews. Do you think we need to reach out? Oh, have we not? The twenty second of April is episode one. Okay, right. Uh, this month we've got a solo. Yes. Which has come around so quick. Uh, it's just happiness. Is that me? Happiness. What have you done? I think that might be me. So long. Well, 25th of May. Uh, well, I'll do. This month is Infinity War. Okay. Which happens in three weeks, two weeks? Two weeks. I guess it's a nice thing to keep me going until the solo film. Yes, man. Absolutely. Yes, man. Yes, man. Yes, yes, man. man. Yes, man. Okay. Well, I think that's us done. If you like that, hit subscribe and edit your collection. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Sound. No. Fuck's sake. We're not on SoundCloud. <laughs> Acast, Overcast, all your favorite podcast providers. Um, we're on www.movieville.org. We're on the YouTube's Movieville Org. Uh, episodes three, episode three of the movie session sessions will be dropping probably today. Or no, in nine days, you said, right? Uh, episode three of movie sessions will drop in nine days. Did I say that? Yeah. Because that's how long it takes to upload. Oh, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Using the, the amazing internet that we have. Um, that was it, actually. Um, we will catch you in four weeks for the special Infinity War episode of the MovieVille.org podcast. podcast. Only if it's a good film. It, mm, if it's not good? That's a very interesting thought. I'd never considered it that it would be a bad film. If it's not a good film, it'll be the solo preparation episode. That sounds really awful. <laughs> I do plenty of that every day, actually. Well, I'm sure you okay, do as well. Let's talk about that offline. Cool. Uh, I've been current. <laughs> and I've been Kushal. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at ActMovieVillKazed and at Kushal Joshi. Yeah, no, I'm still there. Not for me. 
bald.